Hey guys, on this episode of 321 Horror, we're talking about the exorcism of Emily Rose. And a fair warning, this is a huge spoiler alert. All right, hey guys, how's it going? What's up guys? So, uh, notice anything different? <laughs> so we're like completely new people. <laughs> we are actually reinventing and rebranding this podcast just like we recently have with our entire lives. Yeah, um, so I guess the question is, Tori, what happened? Mm. So... As we all know, COVID came, um, still here. Uh, Pretty much what it came down to was we're no longer five floors up. Yeah, no. We could always be three drinks down. Always. (laughs) But we're not in New York anymore. No. We both just kind of, we came home. Yeah. That's pretty much what it was. Um, Yep. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I took a trip. Uh, We went on lockdown. My dad told me to change my flight. I'm like, oh, two weeks away from the city. That'll be really nice. Come home straight from my trip, and I never went back. Yeah, and I, I think I stayed for two months before I, uh, we still don't know to this day if I, like, broke out in, like, anxiety highs or if I had, like, COVID highs. We don't know. Um, and I had to, like, evacuate as quickly as possible, and so then I came home, and within... Like a month or two, I came to terms with myself that I was like, yeah, I'm not going back. Yeah, it was a tough time. Like, and we've all, I mean, everyone's experiencing it, obviously. Yeah. So when I came home, I was living with my parents in New Bern, my hometown. Got to spend quality time with them, with my best friend um, from high school. Uh, And it was really nice and stuff. And then, like Aiden said, you know... It took me a lot longer than her. She decided, like, so so soon, and I was like, yeah. ah, I was so torn. Um, my heart is still in New York wholeheartedly, but um, it's, a, it's a national pandemic, and it's not going anywhere. Yeah. So I am currently living in Raleigh, North Carolina, mm-hmm. um, going to cosmetology school. Amazing. Paying those bills, honey. Yeah. That's what I intend to do. Not yet, but I intend. Yeah, we'll get there one day. Um, I am now back in my hometown, Wilmington. North Carolina. Um, I'm living. I'm technically living with my parents. Um, it's a cool spot. It's like a. It's a sh- oversized she shed. Is what I tell <laughs> like people to sound cool. Um, I am starting interior design school in January. Woo-woo. So yeah, I'm pretty excited about and that. And if you look her up on Instagram and you can see the photos of her she shed, amazing. Oh my gosh, stop! Literally Is amazing. Oh, so she's like supposed to be an interior design. I'm, I believe. We'll see. We'll see. So, um, so yeah, so we're no longer five floors up, three drinks down, unfortunately. But we wanted to continue the podcast, so we had to find a way to, you know, keep talking and keeping our voices heard, if you will. About <laughs> what? Yes. About what? Well, now we are um, three drinks, two, two girls, girls, one, one horror, horror, or I hate us. Three <laughs> Three, two, one horror. Yes, horror. I can't say that word sometimes. Okay. Horror. Um, I feel like, so we got together at one point because we were like, all right, we're going to hang out and we're going to talk about what we're going to do next, our next steps. And it was kind of like a light bulb moment. We were both like, oh my gosh, we love scary movies. Literally. Spend so much time watching scary movies, sending each other's trailers or suggestions for what to watch. Yep. Um, Yeah. And not only that, we also love watching movies and then going to the explained videos or going to videos where people just talk about what we just watched. Like, I don't know why, but we do that. Yeah. I love a good movie that I'm like, okay, I have to know what happened because I can't comprehend, literally comprehend anything. Um, So we kind of wanted to be that for some of you guys. So like after you watch a movie or before you watch a movie, you can come listen to us. However, like I said, 
We are spoiling everything. Yeah, we're talking about the whole thing. We're not, like, breaking it down piece by piece with this specific movie today we are, because uh, there's just a lot of information about it. Um, but, yeah, so just be aware that it's we're going to spoil it all, everything for you. Yeah, so pretty much. Yep. And we're going to get drunk while we do it. Whoop, whoop. Three drinks, Ow. baby. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, so... Cool. I'm glad we got that out of the way. Me I was too. Nervous to talk we, about honestly, it. we were like, do they? Do we need to tell them what happened? And I'm like, yeah, because this is a new name, new new album cover, new everything. Yeah. But still paying a little tribute. I mean, always, always. <laughs> Three drinks, baby. Three drinks. And uh, fun fact: so um, Caleb and Aiden moved out before I did. Mm-hmm. Gates, my brother, love him like could not uh, literally five floors up. Praise God. Yeah. Like, praise be that he came. But uh, he helped me move out, and we left the red cooler. On the um, fire escape. Shut up. No, you didn't. I know. I never told you. Oh, my God. Tori. I know. We said. Maybe that's why we're not getting our security. <laughs> it was disgusting, y'all. It had rainwater and algae. But I was like, honestly, I... this was like my landmark. So. Yeah. You know, it's worth I think it's worth it. Oh, you're tearing up. No, I literally. Oh, my God. Sad. Um, okay. So, we're going to transition Let's do it. into this Let's dive in. movie. I don't really know why we chose this movie. I think it, we have a list, well, first of all. Today's Halloween. Yes. So, and t- of the list, I feel like this was the best one Halloween-wise Halloween-wise, I mean, it has, like, possession's not Halloween, but it has a possession. It did occur on Halloween. I don't know. We just felt like it was, like, more spooky vibes rather than something intellectual, it, psychological. Exactly. Yeah, but, yeah, I mean, yeah. this was, like, something that happens in your worst nightmare. Literally. So. And I agree. I, I do think that. That yeah. was what I liked about the movie. I... Like, we, you know, we had to obviously talk about this before we pressed to record, but it, it's kind of like, is this a movie that we would, you know, recommend to people? Probably not. Um, guys, it's, it was it came out in 2005, so, like, yeah. it's an older movie. We have, you know, we're in 2020 now. Ugh, disgusting. But, disgusting. Um, 15 years later, though, so. Ugh, yeah. Okay, but yeah, let's dive right in. Let's just go ahead and talk about it. Okay, so let's talk about the Rotten Tomatoes score, because we always will talk about Rotten Tomatoes. I... Love them. Cool. Okay. Okay. On. So Rotten Tomatoes was a 44%. Not great. Like, that sucks. Yeah. So, but my thing, so Aiden loves Rotten Tomatoes. I'm like, yes, I like it. But my thing is, like, don't ever believe it. Because yeah, no, I, no. you know, like, you might see a movie and tell me that it was god-awful. And then I go and you it's it. the movie of the year. Exactly. Yeah. It's, so everyone's opinions are different on <laughs> However... We're also going to rate it ourselves. Yes. So Rotten gave it a 44. I'm going to give these people the benefit of the doubt and give it a good old 45. Oh, God. So <laughs> so I, mine's a little bit higher. Um, I don't know why. I just I did like this movie. I thought the acting was really good, but you'll talk on that. Um, I gave it a 65%. Okay. So. And we'll go ahead and just like say this now. We like different types of movies. Always. Of scary movies. We want So anything. this is more per alley. That's probably why I gave it a low rating anyway. So keep that in mind. Yeah. Exactly. Um, okay, so we have this little thing where, obviously, you know, in a scary movie, it takes a little bit of time. Sometimes movies are slower than others. But how long does it take before, like, shit hits the fan? And for me, um, I I said 20 to 30 minutes in. That's when, like, you start to actually yeah. see what's going on with this girl. Um, it was slow. So it was slow for me. I mean, was. yeah, it was just... I didn't write down how many minutes it took because honestly, I was like, mm. 
I wasn't really into it. Yeah. But I can agree with her. It was very slow. It, it took a while to start. But that's how most scary movies are, in Typically. a sense. So yeah. I, I give it the benefit of the doubt for that. Exactly. Yeah. And then, so before we go any further, actually, we have to let the people know. Um, I watched the movie version first, and Tori watched the documentary that's on YouTube first. Mm-hmm. So we wanted to have a little bit of a different approach to what we were watching, which gave us different views. 100%. Yeah. Like, I, the whole reason I want to talk about this is because the documentary, like, knocked it out of the park for me, and that's why I want to talk about it, mm-hmm. and vice versa. Yeah, and I, I liked the movie better. I mean, I did watch the documentary, too, and it was okay, there's yeah, a lot of information just, that I couldn't comprehend. And so. I'm all about, like, facts, logical, yeah. this happened because, whatever. So I love yeah. the documentary. Exactly. So then we're also going to do, how many drinks does it take for us to watch this movie and get through it? For me, LOL, hashtag funny, uh, took me three. So um, that did me in. For me, um, I watched the documentary sober. Sorry, it was my hangover day. But <laughs> the movie took me two. So that's not bad. That's not bad. Yeah. Were they big? <laughs> they were like actually heaping, like <laughs> like my cup runneth over. I that's it. what it was. That's okay. So, that's okay though. We'll, we'll get through that. And then, uh, so for special effects, which I will say, you know, special effects is my go-to. I love the gore and the blood and the everything. Um, I give it a 7 out of 10. In its defense, again, it was 2005. But still, you could have done better. Um, but 7 out of 10 is not bad. Like, it, I feel like it was, t- I'll say it was tasteful the way they did the possessions and then also we'll uh, touch on the fact that they did, like, a double scene. So, like, they would do a scene where she was possessed. So she was, like, falling out of the bed and she was, like, having this possession scene. And then another scene where she's in the church and she's, like, hand creepily reaches up to the cross. But then they redo the scene kind of to show her, like, oh, she was just having a seizure. Or, oh, she was just, like, this or that. So it was, like, the question. That's the whole point of the movie was, like, is this a possession or is this mental illness? Yeah. Pretty much. And I can agree with Aiden on the special effects. And I think, which she's kind of touching on, the reason they were so good but not that impressive is because it's something based off of a, of, of reality. True. So, like, in the movie, they're trying to decide, does she have epilepsy or is she being possessed? Yeah. So, when they do these possessions... I mean, it's good. I mean, it's good special effects. Yeah. Because it's based off of something in real life. It's not supposed to be out of this world. You know what I mean? It's it's somebody mm-hmm. having a seizure, possibly, or being possessed. Yeah. It has to be believable in both worlds, and I think they did a good job doing that. Yeah, absolutely. And, the, and I also give a kudos to the movie because I feel like for us personally, like, for me, I think that girl was possessed, and you might not think that, you know, like, and that that leaves it up to the audience of like, what do you think is the truth? Right. And, and the movie left us with that discussion, which is the whole point of the movie, which I think is great. Yeah. Regardless of if I liked it or not, at the end of it, I was texting Aiden saying she does, she's not possessed. Literally. And I was like, you're wrong. Literally. And that's what they want. So kudos. They did a good job with that. They really did. Um, we have our acting. We have two well-known actors, I would say. We've got, um, Jennifer Carpenter, which is, um, this is Cellulite Sally ah. from White Chicks. Um, literally, as soon as I saw her face, I was like, no, they didn't. But she did amazing. She really did. I forgot that she was in White Chicks. Not to say Absolutely. that that was bad. Oh, but come literally. on. I mean, White Chicks is like, you know, classic. Yeah. But she did so good. And the whole point of, like, if you're playing a role, 
of possession or exorcism, like going through it, it's yeah. all about your physicality. Absolutely. And I don't know how she did it. Literally. I do not believe there's CGI. I'm not 100% po like positive, but the way she contorted her body, I'm like, you've taken dance classes. You either did for this film yeah. or, um, I don't know, like gymna something. gymnastics. Gymnastics. Yeah. You stretched every morning, like really? <laughs> woke up. I don't know, but she did absolutely amazing. I believed everything regardless of if i think she had epilepsy or she was possessed i believe what her body was going through was happening yeah so definitely kudos to jennifer carpenter for um, sure yeah and then we have laura linney um everyone knows laura linney yeah you better know laura linney <laughs> yeah. but um <laughs> she was um on the she was serving the pre-sides in court mm -hmm. um and i thought she did a really good job of showing diversity with you you never knew whose side she was on i thought yeah because at certain points, it's very clear that she is against the priest, but on mm -hmm. his side. It's well, very confusing. Yeah. She's questioning it, which makes you question it because she's a lawyer. She's the powerhouse. She's this woman that knows all. Yeah. And she's questioning it. So then you start to question it. And you're yeah, like, wait, you're, you're literally like supposed to be helping him get out scot-free. Exactly. But you don't even believe what you're saying. Literally. So. Well, but I feel like also in the movie, he even himself, like... You know, you have your people that are up on trial and they're like, I didn't do it. Like, I'm not guilty. Or they're like, I am guilty. And he didn't really say that. He was just like, I just want to share her story at the end of the day. Yeah. He was just kind of like, you know, everyone needs to know what happens. Which, yeah. is that a cop out? Who knows? Uh, mm. I don't know. I feel like he was truthful in himself. I'm going to give him the benefit of the I don't know, guys. <laughs> he, okay. Yeah. We just have to, we just have to, we, we got to tell you about her. So yeah. Emily Rose is not the girl. No. Not her real name. It's Annalise Michel. Thank you. Yes, I did. Annalise Michel <laughs> um, in Germany, yes. 1970s. Mm -hmm. This was one of the first exorcisms to, I wouldn't say ever occur, because how would we ever know? Yeah. Not, but to ever like be broadcasted and for the whole world to hear about it. Yeah. Not just Germany, everyone. It lasted nine months. It was twice a week, 10 hours a day. It had two priests there, her family and friends. Mm -hmm. And how many, it was... 67 exorcism sessions in all. Yeah. Which is absolutely gut-wrenching. Yeah. She's 24 when she finally does pass. She's 68 pounds. Okay? And so when this first occurred, and so I'm getting all this from documentary because I, like, literally loved it. <laughs> so when it first happened, um, everyone heard about it. The U.S. saw it. They start to think, like, exorcism was a way to fix somebody and help somebody. Which, mm -hmm. yes, true. If you're possessed, Yes. But it started to become something that they would do for everything. Mm -hmm. So you have autism. Let's try an exorcism. You're gay. Let's try an exorcism. You cheated on your wife. What about an exorcism? Like, it gets, <laughs> it's, it gets a little bit like we can blame religion or we can put our faith in religion for everything. Yeah. So it gets a little dicey. She also has epilepsy, supposedly. Yeah. This whole time. Yeah, let me, give me a second, because I had this pulled up on my phone, actually, that she experienced her first seizure at the age of 16 and was immediately diagnosed with psychosis, and it was caused by temporal lobe epilepsy. Um, and then, then came the depression, and she was treated at a psychiatric mm -hmm. hospital, and then at the age of 20 was when she started to hear the voices. And, and I want to say it, like, she died when she was 24. I want to say it was 22. It was like two years prior. She chose to stop taking her ep ep epilepsy <laughs> meds um, and let the sickness take her over. That's Those were her words. Yeah. And in court, 
afterwards, you know, they ask the priest, did you tell her to keep taking her meds? And he says, no. And they ask, do you think she should have remained on her meds? And he says, yes. So my question is, why was this priest trying to get rid of a demon when he clearly believed she had epilepsy? Was it possession or was it epilepsy? Yeah. And that's what the big question is. Yeah. I mean, look, obviously, again, the movie does a good job of showing both sides. I I mean, I think that definitely, I think she was possessed, point blank, period. I think she was definitely, there was something in her. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I think I think she was sick. I There's some things that, like, I can't explain because I'm not an expert, like, Definitely six different voices escaped her body on October 31st. Like, like, what year was it? 1975. Like, that did happen. They have recordings. You can hear the different voices, different registers, different names. One of them's Lucifer. Like, okay, I cannot I cannot yeah. ignore that. I see that, but I'm wondering... I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I believe epilepsy, I but I'm also... I decisions. I don't know, because... I've seen videos of... I, I, I know people that have gone into seizures, and it... it but then even after that, you're hearing you're hearing these voices. So like, can you be epileptic? Can you be involved in a psychosis? Can you do it? Can all these things come together in a human body? Like, is yeah. that possible? Or yeah. is it possession? <laughs> like, or is it possession? And like, I don't. It's not that I don't believe in possession. It's just the way I approach life is to find like nothing can be unknown for me. Nothing like, <laughs> like I have to know. And so I have to make sense of it. So for me, it just, I'm like, no, she is like epilepsy. Yeah. I don't know. I, I can't, I don't know. Yeah. Um, I mean, and, and I also will say for me personally, and I hope religious people don't take this wrong, but I do feel like, and I feel like people that are devoutly religious have more of a leeway of possession because people that are create like religious for the most part believe in the devil and you mm-hmm. know the hell and all this and all that and so y- you are you do have that fear mm-hmm. that lingers and like i don't i don't know it's like i guess it's like a doorway metaphorically well she it's... left him that letter wait what she left him the letter that was like i wanted people to know you know what i'm right, saying in she, her journal in her journal she place. left what well, was for the priest yep. I, she like gave it to him I want to say it was a couple days before she passed. And she was like, the reason I chose not to take my medicine and the reason that I wanted to endure this was to remind, to actually build people's faith and be like, there is a devil. It is and possible. It is me. Yeah. Like, oh my you God, believe yeah. in a God and you believe in a devil. And here I am to prove I am the devil. Like, so she's almost, she wanted to educate for her religion. She wanted to spread her religion, which creepy. But, but to be to have a god, you have to have a devil. Yeah. I to mean, have a good, you have to have a bad. You can't have a good by itself and understand what that is without comparing it to a bad. Absolutely. Or vice and versa. Even, there's a scene in the movie where she, like, it's a dream sequence, and she comes, she, like, leaves the house, and she, I think it's Mary, I want to say? The mother is... It, I don't... Oh, yeah, yeah, It's yeah. Mary, and she, like, speaks to Mary, and she sees her brittle old self on the floor, and she's like completely fine not dirty or anything and she's talking to mary and mary's like you can come with me right now and we can go to heaven and you can just die and she says no yeah and she turns around and exactly she wants to educate and she was i mean you're agreeing that that's this is a possession um that she (laughs) that she decides that she wants to be devil's advocate Uh, (laughs) i don't know i i I feel like be i don't know yeah again the scene maybe didn't happen but that's Hollywood for you. But I guess it takes it back to, and here I am, literally, Aiden called me out, going back on my word. <laughs> but with the priest being like, I just wanted to share her story. I mean, sharing the story proves that his religion exists. I'm putting that in air quotes. 
It's, it's, it's yeah. feeding you to believe in your religion. I'm not saying your religion is wrong. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying these stories make you believe more, yeah. even though they're, like, terrifying. So yeah, I, I can see why he would want to just share the story. Yeah, I totally understand. Um, um, okay, but so I want to move on a little bit because, you know, obviously I believe in this. So, okay. <laughs> okay. you. But I wrote a few things down while watching the movie and also with the um, documentary. Okay, get some wine, girl. I will talk to the viewers. Um, so a few, I wrote this down. I said, fun possession things. So there's things that, like, typically happen in a possession that, and there's a pattern that is, you know, I guess continuing to happen. So uh, we have eating bugs. And I've seen that in a multitude of movies of, like, specifically it's, and I guess it's just, like, a Hollywood thing, but, like, they eat spiders and it's gross and nasty. Um, but she, so she did that. Scratching on walls, which obviously that's a common thing. This was not in the movie, but apparently it was talked about in the documentary. She was pulling her hair out, which can also be, again, I feel like any of this stuff could be mental illness. Yes. A big thing was speaking in Latin, which I, we, I totally forgot to look this up. Why is it that demons speak in Latin? Like we need to look that up and let you guys know. Does anyone know that? Please let <laughs> us know uh, in our, I guess, Dina DMS. Um, so, and one, okay, another thing going back to the acting and how amazing she was. Uh, the joints locking up. There's a scene where they literally lift her off the ground and like pick her up, and she is like literally a block of ice, which I thought was amazing. And then uh, this was co- talked about in the movie and the documentary. Waking up to the smell of something burning. So like mm. that. That's what woke her up. I will say, interruption, I had the same notes, but guys, stroke and brain tumor, you wake up and smell something burning. All I'm saying, okay? Was that in any of the, when she went to the hospital, was she having a stroke? Right, but it could be a brain tumor. She could be sick. All I'm saying is, it could have been something else. Absolutely. Maybe they were jumping to conclusions. (laughs) When I jumped to conclusions. Okay, this also wasn't in the movie, and I I feel like it was because this is just absolutely so vile and disgusting, but she would lick her own urine off the floor. Yeah. Nasty. Nasty. Disgusting. Who the... I can't. I can't. I cannot. Um, Yeah, so that's what I have on that. I feel like I had... Oh, and then the 3 a.m. So, okay, guys. 3 a.m. is the way for the demonic power to mock the Holy Trinity. Did anyone know that? I did not I know that. I had no idea. And now I will never, ever wake up. Never forget it. It scares me. Like, And, yes. you guys, the fact that... So, okay, it's Halloween. Happy Halloween. <laughs> but the demons escaped her body on Halloween. Okay? So that's the witch's new year, and it's a Gaelic, like, tradition. Mm-hmm. So you have the Samhain, which they celebrate the dead on the October 31st. Um, they usually do like, you know, music, dancing, stuff like that. But it, the veil in between our world and the spirit world is the thinnest on October 31st. So that way the dead can walk on earth as well. Okay. So that's the significance of it. It, it did happen on October 31st. I'm like thinking, cause I, I watched the documentary and I saw that and it's a documentary, but I'm like, did it really? In the movie, it still happened on October 31st. And then after looking it up further, it happened on October 31st. So that means something. Yeah. They were trying for nine months to get these things or to get her to act right. (laughs) Whatever. And it happened on October 31st for a short period of time. I'll say that. Yeah. Because even after these things, air quotes, escaped her, she still was unwell. So was it possession or was she sick? We don't know. And that's what it comes down to. And the movie ends open-ended as well. 
It does. Even yeah. Laura Linney says, was she sick? I can't tell you. Is she possessed? I can't tell you. Court adjourned. I'm like, what? Yeah. I mean, so, okay. Let me, I mean, you said, uh, let me go back on my word too, because if you think about it, w- back on this whole religion thing, like, she, yeah, maybe she was sick and she couldn't fully comprehend herself what was happening with, you know, epilepsy. It's like, I mean, people that go into psychosis, they forget themselves. I mean, they're, yeah. and they're schizophrenic. I mean, there's all these different things that our brain can ha- like can do that we are we can't comprehend. So therefore, the only thing maybe she could like, okay, this is what's happening to me, and then she like, you know, again went to psychosis, goes crazy, was I am possessed. I mean, even I actually think the parents are the ones that were like, was it five? She was on medication for five years, and then they were like, all right, you're, yeah, we need to get a. Stop going to the doctor and get a priest involved. So then, therefore, the parents are at fault, I guess. Whatever. And, like, so do you think the priest is guilty? No. No. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm going to say no. Because then you have to wonder with all possessions, is the priest guilty? Right. And I can't, like, I can't speak on that because I, not that I don't believe in it, but I don't believe in it as much as other people do. However, if I believed in it, of course they're not guilty. That's where it gets, like, religion, freedom of religion. That's where it gets. Yeah. So it's okay because that's your religion. That's okay. Yeah. I mean, people use that all, all the, the time. time. But. No, I know. <laughs> but I will say he is guilty for the sheer reason that she stops taking her medicine. He does not tell her to continue taking it. And he admits she should have kept taking it. Yeah. That just says, even if she's possessed on top of epilepsy. Yeah. She was sick. She had, yeah. she was sick and she had medicine that could have helped. Yeah. And he let her not take it. And so did her parents. Yeah. The parent. Yeah. I, I don't even really care. I mean, I do care about the possession. It's the fact that she was taking medicine for something that in court, they all admit she should have kept taking. So why didn't you yeah. tell her to keep taking it? Yeah. And the fact that she looked her priest and her parents dead in the eye and was like, I am not allowed to eat anymore. And they were like, okay. Yeah. They're like, just like, let her yeah, stop eating. That's what they say. I mean, I, I, I think he did talk about in the movie how he like tried to feed, they tried to feed her. But I'm wondering, did they but, not have like feeding tubes back? Like, could you have made it happen? That's a good question. I, I mean, technically like, it's the 70s, but in the movie it's 2005 modern day. Yeah. Right. I don't know about this. I mean, it wasn't that long ago. I feel like they had feeding. Like, I feel like they could have made it happen. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like, yeah, a lot of this was like, oh, she's possessed, she can't take her meds. Oh, she's That's possessed, what I'm saying, you just like, blame it. Like, you just blame, blame, I don't know. Yeah. But the priest did, how long did he get? He got six months? Six months in jail, ended up turning into three years of probation. Mm-hmm. But And the parents, too. The parents got um, assisted suicide, got yeah. charged with assisted suicide, but they were only three, no? I think it was the same as the priest. Three months as yeah. well. So, it's, it's a tough situation because it is... Religion versus science. Yeah. You, bli- you, bli- you believe one or you believe the other, and you can't actually hold people at fault for what they believe in. Like, that's that's the rule. Yeah. That's the imaginary rule we have. Yeah. Yeah. And also, moral of the story for me is, like, literally don't fuck just with demons. don't fuck with demons. Sorry for my French. <laughs> like, why do you even... Just don't just don't. don't go there. Don't pull a Ouija board out. Don't... Don't do it. You hear that door close, don't go after it. That, and that's for any, any, any movie s- at all. Literally. <laughs> don't... Do it. But yeah. And I like there was a quote at the end of the movie. It was like, like you said, was it the devil or was it the defendant? Yeah. Which I liked. I like that too. Yeah. So the movie definitely made me think. So like if you like to watch a movie and question yourself, your views, other people's views, I think it's a good one. Absolutely. Yeah. Especially, Did I rate yeah. it that big? That big? That, 
yeah, that big. Yeah. No, but yeah. I, I, mean, I, I rated it higher than you did. Yeah. <laughs> so. But I still think it did make me question things, which is what I love to feel when I leave. Yeah, watching a movie. So I mean, yeah, I'm. I, I will say at the end of the day, I'm glad that was our first movie to talk about, and I'm excited to see what other movies we have in store. We have like a whole list. So I found, I uh, found a TikTok person <laughs> that had like you know they do this like part one, part two of scary movies, and she had some good choices. And so I wrote a list down, and then I found like you know love me some Rotten Tomatoes. So I found a list of that. So, obviously, we're going to continue this podcast and let you know our movie ideas. If you guys are movie buffs, mm-hmm. please let us know. Send like, us movies to watch. We, we will watch, like, all scary, all horror, like, literally. any genre within that umbrella. Like, yeah. please send us suggestions. Yeah. Yeah, this is... Yeah, I know. Awesome. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, please come back. And yeah. happy Halloween. Happy Halloween, guys. <laughs> On the next episode of 321 Horror, we will be talking about The Lodge. So if you haven't seen it, get to it, and we'll see you next episode. Bye.